0: Hello and welcome to this episode of ETSA's Brace Yourself Podcast. My name is Wen and I'm a second year dentistry student at the University of Western Australia in Perth. Today, I have the privilege of speaking with a very special guest, Dr Christian Fernando. Before we begin, I'd like to give a brief introduction of Dr. Chris. Dr. Chris graduated from Griffiths University with a Bachelor of Oral Health and Master of Dentistry in 2021. Shortly after graduating, Dr. Chris moved from Queensland to Perth to start his career as a general dentist. During his time in Griffiths University, Dr. Chris was greatly involved in many extracurricular activities some of which include being the treasurer and vice-president of Griffith University's Dental Student Association and also on its academic committee. Apart from that, Dr. Chris was also such year rep for Griffiths University in 2019. During his free time, Dr. Chris enjoys learning about the Korean language and culture, playing volleyball, going to the gym, and travel photography. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Chris.
1: Thank you so much. It's good to be here (laughs) again after two years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're happy to have you join us. So, we'll start off with our first question. Dr. Chris, as someone who has recently graduated and been working for almost a year now, how will you describe the transition from student dentist to working as an independent general dentist? Will you say that it's a steep learning curve?
1: or it's a very steep learning curve. There's a lot of things that in uni, um, they don't teach you or things that you need to learn like on the job, like example, like be like, or especially the business side of dentistry, like learning how to um, like give like treatment plan or uh, health funds and how to deal with health funds. Uh, also communicating as well. I find that like, um, especially in this time of like year when like money is very tight, <laughs> patients are very like you know con- money conscious. So um, yeah, it's you have to very really like you know um, prioritize treatment and also present it in a way that's that the patient can understand and understand like uh, why it's needed.
0: Right, that's true. And you also mentioned that there are many in terms of financing um dental treatment for patients. It's not just out of their own pocket. You have to consider like different insurance plans and all that as well. Right? Yeah,
1: so like in uni, like we mostly like when uh, we had like private patient pain patients, like all the supervisor would just put all the codes and stuff. But you really need to take a lot of responsibility for like um using the right codes and knowing which codes um like. Uh, accepted by health funds especially like um, with APRA like because they audit quite um, some of your stuff some quite often so yeah.
0: Mm, And many of these things we don't really learn in uni so I'm guessing there's a lot of self-learning after you started working.
1: Yeah that's very correct like um, I think it's that's why it's really good to have someone like especially like a mentor to help you in that phase but also, like, lies with the um, admin staff as well, because they're the ones who are dealing with the money and also the patient at the front desk, so when it comes to the pain time. So I also learned quite a lot from them as well. So, yeah, it's a lot mm. of learning from different aspects of the, um, yeah.
0: Okay, let's uh, rewind and go back to your time back in dental school.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that long ago, was it?
1: wasn't that
0: long ago, now? <laughs> you, you mentioned previously you are heavily involved in the University's Dentistry Association and you're part of the academic committee yeah. and you did volunteering as well. Yeah. So, like as we know, dental school can be quite hectic and stressful at times. And I'm just wondering, how did you manage your time in dental school?
2: Very okay. good
1: question. <laughs> um, so basically, right. like, I used, um, a lot of the opportunities that came with, so Gutsa is the student society at Griffith. So I use a lot of the, um, those opportunities to connect with a network with the older years. So I think that also helped me study because I'll be like asking them questions. And not only did that like make me like, I guess like help me like understand the content, like especially in second year when Things were like pretty clinical and like very confusing, but it also like, um, yeah, it just helped me, um, yeah, it helped me like understand things a bit better, like with regards to like time management, I guess like um, I would, you know, like spend, you know, maybe like half an hour during lunch, just like reading over my notes and also taking time to myself. I think that was very important. Like I found that actually like when I took time off, like I'll take at least one hour just watching whatever, like Netflix or even, like, Korean dramas or whatever, just one hour, it made me so much more productive because, um, yeah, it just, yeah, released all that stress, I guess, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, sometimes if you just, like, take a break, you can actually go further compared to pushing yourself so hard and, like, burning out. And just losing that motivation to keep
2: going, right? right.
1: Exactly, yeah. Like, I, I I, admit, like, doing, like, 50, I took a little naps because clinic was very hard. But... <laughs> That's why I use my timer.
0: <laughs> naps are good. I'm an advocate for them.
1: If it doesn't ring once, it rings twice.
0: <laughs> and regarding goal setting, right, we just interested in knowing if you think it's important to set goals in dental school and like i think some of our listeners will be interested to know what are some expectations you set for yourself back when you were a student
1: yeah so i think it's very important to set um, goals but just make sure that they're they're realistic and because i remember in first year i was like i'm gonna become a Max Fax, um surgeon when I graduated oh, school.
0: Wow. <laughs> so ambitious. And
1: <laughs> that I didn't even learn anything about dentistry, right? So I was okay. like dead set. And then like, um, as like, time went on, I realized that making like smaller goals, like um, like I would divide them into uh, semesters or at Griffith, we had uh, trimesters. So I'll be like, oh, I'll just try and get like um, distinction in this subject because I know that's my weak point. So, small, like, achievable goals like that. When it came to, um, clinic, um, things got a little bit more trickier. So, that's why I was like, oh, you know, like, if I can do a prep, like, and achieve, like, you know, the minimum or half standard, like, I'll be like, oh, that's my goal done for this week or the week after. And I think it's good to, to have goals, but don't be so harsh on yourself if you don't achieve them because, you have to run your own race in that sense, and yeah.
2: And I find that in
0: clinic or like the practical side of dentistry, it's, it can be quite stressful to meet your own goals because, like, when you're under time pressure, yeah. your preps somehow just don't show up as well as you
1: intend to be. Yeah, <laughs> I remember, like, also like, um, like one of my really good friends. Like, he's still my good friend now. He would have these, like, really good preps, right? And he would do it in, like, 20 minutes, and I'd be, like, I'd be low-key jealous, but, <laughs> you know, like, you have to run your own race, right? You At the end of the day, no one else is treating your patient,
2: right? Yeah.
1: you treating your patient. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're the one who needs to, um, A, meet the criteria, but also meet it at your own pace at that time. And you have all the resources that you need to help you with that. So, yeah.
0: All right. I think a lot of us actually struggle with meeting our own expectations in dental school because mm. I think getting into dental school is quite a huge um, hurdle for many people. So like
2: yeah. when you
0: actually get in, you're like, I want to do like my best. Like, I, I've always been this high achieving like, straight A student mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But I think for many of us, being in dental school, we face a lot of struggles which we weren't used to when perhaps we were back in high school or yeah. like undergraduate, and I was just wondering if you faced any similar struggles as such when you were a student, and could you share how do you overcome this?
1: Of course. So, one of the biggest struggles for me in dental school was hand skills. Like, my theory was really good, but when it came to hand skills, like um preps and stuff, I'd always be like... Oh, you know, first of all, I'll be extra harsh on myself, which added to the pressure. And also, like, compared to, like, some of my peers, i would probably be a little bit behind. So I'd always, like, be that person, like, to combat that, I'd always be that person, like, asking the tutor, oh, like, can you give me more um help? Or if you, I think that's something that, um, if you're struggling, like, always ask for help. Like, just don't, like, I'm very introverted as a person, right? But, you know, you have to really ask because... First of all, you won't get that expertise even when you're in the student clinic. When you're in, um, Sin Lab or the Sin Clinic, you know, you have the model, you don't have that saliva, you know, you have like a perfect environment to, um, do the best that you can. Um, and yeah, like for me, like also taking a lot of time to practice, like practice, practice, practice. Practice doesn't make perfect, but it does make you, um, progress. And if you can see yourself progress, and, um, yeah, that's the main thing. Like, I, and again, like, for me being hard on myself, I was like, oh, I just want 100%, like, for this prep. I don't even passing, you know, whatever. But to be honest, like, if I can see myself, if I saw myself, um, even just getting one more mark better than the other, like, each time that I got my preps checked, that would, for me, be reassuring. So, yeah, that's how I sort of overcame that, um, barrier. So, yeah. Right.
0: I think it's more of, like, try not to compare yourself with your peers because, like, everyone has their own learning curve.
2: That's very and true.
0: as long as you are able to see yourself improving, small improvements over time, instead of looking for, like, that huge jump, and then, like, it could be a bit unrealistic and you could put, like, too much
1: pressure on yourself. Regardless. Yeah, it's quite um, funny because, like, I remember, like, that person like to, like, ask the tutor and you know, like, have lots of, do lots of, a lot more than my peers would do for their, like, practices, right? Yeah. But then when it came to actual clinic, so everyone, like, got, like, you know, really easy cases, like, for their first patient, like, you know, occlusal, um, you know, a patient, it was just, like, a normal, like, lower molar, but my first ever, like, resto case was upper 7 or 2-7, Five surface um composite. Oh, and, okay. Like any normal person would. Indirect
0: be like, vision.
1: Indirect vision and like I was like, you know what? I've done so much of this, right? And it only took me like one and a half hours. Like mm. you know, like for a, the first patient ever, most people were taking like you know three hours or whatever to do yeah. this. But you know, I had you know because I had that experience and I've had that practice. Right. But I knew what to do. I knew how to like you know adjust and everything, and it was fine. Like you know. I think, like, you have to use everything as a learning experience at the end. You can't um, bring yourself down. You can only bring yourself up. In that sense, Right.
0: And I think it's important to also note that the learning doesn't just take place within dental school. But it's supposed exactly. to be long term. Even after dental school, you continue yeah, yeah. learning.
1: Because I found, especially, that like, when I come back from summer break, summer break is the longest break, right? Yeah. I'll be like, oh, no, like, I totally, like, what is this handpiece here? I can't remember what this does. <laughs> How do I scale? So even, so now, like, like, when I was in, like, summer break, I'd always, like, review my notes. So even, like, during, like, short breaks, I'd review my notes and be like, oh, this is, and even when I go to the dentist, I'll be like, oh, can I just, like, observe for maybe, like, the rest of the day? And to like, keep that going. Because you can't really stop with dentistry. It's always, like, you're always learning, even when you're practicing as a dentist on 14. right Yeah actually could we just talk about studying or
0: revision during holidays i was just wondering how do you go about your revisions during holidays Do you like set time apart every week to revise or is this as and when you have time and then you just
1: just flip through your notes so sometimes i would just like flip through my notes but also because like i have like a separate instagram account like Cause they're always like pictures of insects, of like teeth, right? So I'll be like, this is like, you know, how I would, how I'd like to do composite or how I'd like to, you know, treatment path for this sort of patient. So it always keep my brain like thinking like, oh, you know, I'm still, you know, in dentistry. Um, I'd also like, um, as I said before, like I take some time off sometimes to be like, when I had the time to observe like a dentist during the holidays. So, um, because it's the holidays as well, you know, it's perfect time, you know, lots of patients and lots of um, time and patients to see like when um, the dentist is busy. So, yeah.
0: Mm. And do you usually go to observe the same dentist during holidays or do you like switch up between so,
1: different uh, dentists? I try to switch up based on like my, like interests. So there was a time where I didn't really like pause, so I tried to find a post in Adelaide to shadow. Yeah. Uh, I think also, like my own general dentist, I would ask her to, <laughs> to observe her as well. But yeah, I try to switch it up a bit, because it also gets you um, networking as well, because you meet a lot of different people. Because um, I wasn't from, because um, I hadn't been in Adelaide when I was studying, it was also a good opportunity to build those relationships as well, so yeah.
2: Right, I see. And speaking about networking in dental school, Mm.
0: could you share more about like the importance of networking? Maybe not just in dental school, but also within like the dental community or after you
1: graduated. So it's very very important because everyone knows each other. It's like a small little community, right? Yeah. Um, I personally when I came to Perth I was like, no one's gonna know anyone from the Gold Coast or even Adelaide but I found so many people like, Oh know this person or know that person and it was so easy to settle in because um I've had that commonality. I think when you're in dental school, um, particularly with um the ADA or the local um association, it's really good to um lie with them or even just talk to them because they they are such friendly people as well and at the end of the day, when you graduate, they're the ones who are going to be holding events for you, right? So. Yeah.
0: And just a final question. So um, if you could provide some words of advice to your younger self or some of our listeners who are in dental school now, what are some things which you will say to your younger self? Mm-hmm.
1: So I have probably have like a long response. Probably the one thing that I would say is to Try and find something outside of dentistry. It sounds very counterintuitive, but try not to do dentistry. Like find like for me, it's like going to the gym, it's working out. Um, It's also like doing traveling a lot, even though it's pretty expensive. Um, Oh you
2: went
0: you went to Korea and Japan recently,
2: didn't you? I
1: went to Korea and Japan this year. I went to Korea last year and Singapore. (laughs) So. I mean, it's a, you can find other places in Perth as well. Perth is a really good place to go people that <laughs> <laughs> need to travel far as well. Um, but, because when things get, so I, during dentist school, my, good thing was that I'm just a dental student. I'm always going to just dentist, but dentistry isn't really, isn't your life. It just forms a major part of it. When things go wrong, like, oh, you know, like someone has, you know, comes back for, um, because of sensitivity that you do it going on. It is just the truth at the end of the day. Just put things into perspective. You know, you don't need to... Like, I used to be, get really tired when things like that happened, and sometimes I wouldn't even go to the gym because of it, because I'd be oh so, no, like, <coughs> The whole day would be, like, you know, sort of this thing. But yeah. you need to put things into perspective. Like, find your support network, find your thing that you... Like, dancing, singing, whatever, that isn't dentistry, because at the end of the day, it's the thing that's going to keep you... Saying, I guess, and look after, we'll look after you at the end of the day. I yeah, <laughs> I best. I
0: think, like, in dentistry, it can be quite microscopic as well. Like, not just what you're seeing, but, like, the environment itself can be very, like, a small bubble on its own. Yeah. And, like, I, because we are constantly talking to patients, right? So,
2: yeah. like,
0: these patients, they come from all different, like, walks of life having hobbies outside of dentistry, it
2: helps you to gain like exposure to different kinds of people and it you can apply to dentistry as well. When oh, you're like, talking to patients, the relatability of your patients, I think having different interests outside of dentistry helps in like, communication with patients as well.
1: Exactly. So, like... um. My, this thing was that, like, oh, like, as soon as I finish work, I don't think about work. Anymore. So yeah. every time I leave work, I keep that separate. But I find that, like, you know, the more that I talk about myself to my patients, you know, the more that I can build rapport with them. Like, even things like talking about, like, random Korean dramas or, like, Korean music. Like, right. As far as, like, having people, like, you know, like, like oh, yeah, I know that band, or, you know, it, it, it's just, you know, at the end of the day, like, the most thing that I find rewarding about dentistry is the talking, building rapport. With, you know, I love meeting different people and even that first five, ten minutes is, like, my favourite part of the whole appointment. So, you know.
0: Like, actually, especially for someone who is, like, a bit more introverted, yeah. it could be a bit daunting
2: to, I mean, maybe not daunting, but, like, talking to people sometimes might be a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. So, like, Putting yourself out there and, like, being able to get to know patients and all that, I think that that is
0: quite a good... It's like, it can be difficult for someone who's just started. For you, you're able to put yourself out there.
1: Yeah, I think, like, like, myself, like, I'm very introverted. Like, my... I would just be myself, and myself was just, you know, good, in like, in that sense. I think if you are, like, you know, introverted or you, you know, don't think you can, you know, converse with patients a lot, just be yourself because at the end of the day like you've done a five year degree right they're coming to you for a reason as well so um, yeah
2: yeah so that I'll just
0: end off today's session thank you so much for joining us today Um, sharing our experience (laughs) has been extremely valuable and insightful for us and I learned a lot from you just from you sharing our experience and we hope to see you around
1: Cool, definitely. Everyone Everyone come to WA.